Today is Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. I'm Mark Beavis. Welcome to the program. On today's show, the latest CPI numbers are out. And if you are a grape lover, it's good news. We'll look at those numbers. Also, the Chinese economy is showing signs of slowing. And we wonder what impact that might have on the rest of the world. Uh, Plus, we have earnings from Home Depot. We have earnings from Suncor. If you rent office space from WeWork, you're not going to want to hear the latest news about them. And uh, there's a new player in the EV space. Should Tesla be worried? Let's get started with today's news. The latest numbers for the Canadian Consumer Price Index are out, and they see CPI rising 3.3% year over year in July, and this follows a 2.8% increase in June. On a monthly basis, CPI rose 0.6% last month. Let's take a closer look at some of the biggest changes in the report. Uh, as has been the case recently, the mortgage interest costs had a huge impact on headline CPI, rising 30.6% year over year. And this definitely remains the largest contributor to headline inflation. Gasoline prices fell 12.9% year over year in July, and this follows a decline of 21.6% in June. And if you exclude gasoline from that headline number, CPI actually rose 4.1%. Natural gas prices dropped. in July. Now I feel bad for our Alberta friends. They saw an electricity price increase of 127.8% year over year. Now on a a sort of positive note, uh, grocery prices slowed the pace at which they were growing. They rose 8.5% in July. So it's still not good, but it's better than it was before. Uh, The number compares to a 9.1% that we saw uh, in June of this year. Uh, As I mentioned in the introduction, if you're a grape lover, last month I reported that grapes had risen 30% in the month of June. Well, all is okay. They were down 40.9% in July. So we're all good from the grape perspective. Um, If you're a traveler, you're going to welcome the good news that airfares were down 12.7% compared to a year ago. You might wonder how these new numbers are going to impact the Bank of Canada's decision on whether they should raise interest rates again. Um, I think that these latest numbers, along with some other signs that there there might be a bit of a softening in the economy, um, I think that that might just actually embolden the Bank of Canada to pause rates when it makes its next decision on September the 6th. It is widely expected, in fact, that the bank will hold the overnight rate at 5% next month. In news from overseas, the UK has maintained its status as having the highest rate of inflation in all of the G7 nations. Uh, This comes even though uh, the rate of inflation in the UK actually fell to a 17-month low in July. The Office for National Statistics says that the annual rate of inflation was 6.8% in July, which is now the lowest level since February of 2022. Despite the fact that inflation has come down, it actually still remains at levels that are concerning to the central bank. On August 3rd, the Bank of England raised its benchmark interest rate to 5.25%, and it's a very popular view today that it will again raise interest rates when it meets next month. News out of China show discouraging data and raises concerns about not only the Chinese economy, but the global economy overall. It was generally expected that as China removed all of the anti-COVID restrictions that had been in place for so long, the economy would make a strong recovery. But that recovery seems to have faltered recently and the People's Bank of China made a surprise cut to a key interest rate on Tuesday. It cut the rate of the one-year medium-term lending facility loans from 2.65% to 2.5%. Now we have seen a spin-off effect of the news coming uh, out of China here in North America with all of the major markets pulling back uh, so far in the first two months, uh, sorry, the first two weeks of August. U.S. consumers though, they're fighting back and showing few signs that they actually plan to slow down on their spending. 
I recently reported on this channel that the US credit card debt had surpassed $1 trillion for the first time ever. And uh, you, know, you just have to wonder how much of this increasing debt is actually helping to prop up the economy and how much depth there is to it. Um, it's sort of like a double-edged sword, I would say. It's nice to see the economy growing and pushing back uh, against this long predicted recession. But at the same time, it also raises the prospects that the US Federal Reserve is going to have to keep interest rates um, higher for longer. Home Depot has reported its earnings for Q2 2023. Uh, revenue came in at 42.92 billion, which is down from the 43.79 billion for the same period last year. Um, net income was 4.66 billion, down again from the 5.17 billion dollars a year earlier. Now, obviously, for a company like Home Depot, uh, the drop in demand for do-it-yourself projects that we saw spike so dramatically during uh, the, the pandemic, that's got to be a real concern. Their uh, chief financial officer, Richard McPhail, he confirmed this concern in an, a comment earlier in the year where he mentioned that 2023 would be a year of moderation, and he tried to tamper down investor expectations with the company here. Now, CEO Ted Decker, he says that uh, sales to both professionals and DIY customers fell from a year ago, and he uh, cited a huge backlog of jobs that stocked up during the pandemic. Uh, that that's a, that uh, backlog has now dropped. Suncor also reported on Tuesday, and it said that it earned $1.88 billion in the second quarter of 2023. That's down from approximately $4 billion in the same period last year. The company said that its adjusted funds from operations for the quarter ended June 30th, 2023, were $2.7 billion compared with $5.53 billion um, in the prior year's quarter. Included in this, they note, is a $275 million restructuring charge last quarter that's related to uh, its planned job cuts. In June, the company announced that it would be reducing its employee headcount by around 20%, or 1,500 people. Uh, CEO Rich Kruger, uh, he came out of retirement earlier this year to, to take over the lead at Suncor, and he emphasized that the company will be taking a revised direction and tone, as he put it. Um, on a conference call, he said, we have a bit of a disproportionate emphasis on the longer-term energy transition. And he added that while lower emissions energy is important, it's not what is going to make uh, money for the shareholders today. Both he and his board of directors, they agree that the company has been too focused on the energy transition and he believes that they have to get back to an oil-centered business strategy. I shared the latest earnings reports from Home Depot and uh, Suncor. On the Blossom app, if we take a quick look there, Home Depot is owned by 128 members and has been bought 11 times and sold six times in the past 30 days. Suncor is owned by 1,134 members and in the past 30 days has been bought 86 times with 88 cells. And if you wanna hear what Blossom members are saying about these companies, just go ahead and download the app. I will put a link in the description of this video. The concern at office sharing company WeWork continues. Last week, the company warned that there is a substantial doubt about its ability to continue as a going concern. It pointed to increased member churn, it uh, talked about financial losses, and the company's need to raise cash. At one point in its history, WeWork was privately valued at about $47 billion. Today, the company's trading at a share price of 16 cents US, has a market cap of around $349 million. The stock is trading down over 88% so far in 2023. WeWork is a company that leases buildings and then it divides them up into office areas to sublet uh, to its members. And these are, are commonly small businesses, startups, 
freelancers who prefer to rent spaces as opposed to you know paying for for permanent office space the company has 777 locations uh, system-wide across 39 different countries there is a new kid on the block in the EV space. Uh, shares of Vietnamese electric vehicle maker VinFast were up over 250% at one point yesterday, trading as high as $38.78 uh, after closing Monday at $10.45. Now, at its peak, VinFast's market cap was over $86 billion, which is more than Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Volkswagen, and so on down the line. In fact, the only automakers as of yesterday with a higher market cap were Tesla, Toyota, Porsche, and BYD. So who are these guys, you might ask? Well, VinFast manufactures and exports um, e-SUVs, e-scooters, e-buses across Vietnam and North America, and they're also planning to expand into Europe soon. On July 28th, the company broke ground uh, for the construction of a new EV manufacturing site in North Carolina, and this is their way of demonstrating their goals uh, for their global expansion. Um, as of June 30th, VinFast had 26,000 EV reservations and 12 showrooms open across the globe. Uh, global EV deliveries for the first half of the year were only 11,300 vehicles. Uh, I'm not sure with those numbers that VinFast has Tesla shaking in its boots, but on Monday, uh, Tesla did launch cheaper variants of its Model S and Model X vehicles, each of which have shorter driving ranges. Um, as an example, the Model X SUV will have a driving range of up to 269 miles. That compares to the more expensive versions that operate uh, that offer ranges of up to 348 miles. The goal of this change is to appeal to customers who like the EV idea but are put off by the higher price tags um, of the Teslas. It is expected that the new vehicles will be uh, available for delivery sometime between September and October of this year. Tomorrow, the U.S. Fed will release its minutes from its most recent meeting, and that's always uh, predictive of where they might be going with interest rates. Uh, Cisco and Target both report tomorrow. On Thursday, Walmart will be reporting, and then on Friday, we have Palo Alto um, and John Deere also reporting. Um, I will be back on the program in uh, two days on Friday with uh, Brandon uh, for our live session. As always, I thank you for watching this video. There is a link to our Investing Academy in the description below. I'll see you in a couple of days.